Has God placed something in your heart that you know you should do? Hi, I am Princess Vivian. Welcome to For the Bride of the Lamb podcast. Our topic today is, what is holding you from doing that which God has placed in your heart? From fulfilling your God-given dreams. Let us pray. Thank you, Father, for today. Thank you for your great love for us, your blessings, your favors, your mercies and grace. Father, we ask you for your anointing, your grace and help to speak your word and also to understand what you want us to understand today. Let your word come into our hearts and germinate and take root and bear fruit that will last. Fruit that will bring glory to your name. We ask you of these things in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It is a common thing for people to live and die without doing what they have in their hearts. What they know that they should do. Someone says that unfulfilled dreams are found in the graveyard. I believe that the graveyard is full of people who lived and died without fulfilling what was in their hearts. Is there something that has been hanging in your hearts today waiting for you to fulfill it? That, my friend, could be what God is calling you to do, but you are not willing or not paying attention. Prayerfully consider that. Ask God for clarity. People do not want to do what God has placed in their hearts for several reasons. They don't have time for God. They are busy building their own empire. Well, if you are busy building your own empire, is it going to last without God? We are going to leave those empires here and they are not going to take us anywhere when we live here. You don't want to get to the end of your life and be like, oh my goodness, how I wasted my life. Because there are a lot of things that we do in this life that do not matter at all. They will not add anything to our eternal success, our anything eternal to us. They will just end here. Another reason is sheer laziness. You know, every one of us go through the laziness, especially, especially when it comes to doing something spiritual. The enemy is going to come with laziness. But you can sit down and watch a lot of movies for hours. He doesn't mind allowing you doing that. But what he minds is you doing anything that will benefit you spiritually. He will come with laziness, left, right, and center. But you have to rise up and say, No to laziness, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Laziness is an enemy to spiritual life. 
You have to fight that every day in order to do what God has called you to do. Another reason is people will say, I am too old for that. Well, you are not too old for God, okay? In Exodus 7:7, it says, Moses was 80 years and Aaron was 83 when they spoke to Pharaoh. God called Moses at the age of 80 and he walked with God or God walked with him from then till when he was 120. That was when he died. So you are not old. You just need to get yourself in the mood by asking God to help you to do that. Age is just a number. And you don't want to live your life and die without doing that that is hanging in your heart right now. You know. Because that's the only thing that's going to fulfill you when you do it. You can run away from it all you want. You won't get fulfillment. So this year, don't let it go by anymore. Don't let this year pass without beginning that without starting to do that. Another reason is shyness. When I started this thing that I'm doing right now, I was shy to be in front of the camera and talk because I also do this on YouTube. I was wondering, oh my goodness, I, I didn't want people to see me. I just want to hide. Well, but it was strong in my heart to do that. Now I have a choice to obey or disobey, to allow the shyness to carry me away or to put my feet down and obey God. I receive people's appreciation. They tell me, oh, please don't stop. This is helping me. Somebody told me that she uses it as her soul nourishment. God knows why he told me to do this. It wasn't my idea at all. I would rather, you know, do something else. Nobody should hear me or see me. So shyness can keep you away. But you know what? God uses people who are shy and makes them bold. He can use you and do something mighty. Something you don't expect. In Exodus 4.10, it says, but Moses said to the Lord, O oh my Lord, I am not eloquent, either in the past or since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and of tongue. And what did God say? <laughs> and God said, Who made your tongue? So if you are shy, God can change you. God can remove that. Just... In a blink of an eye, you will be like, oh my goodness, what happened to me? You just need to say yes. Of course, God is going to use imperfect people. Who else is he going to use? There's none perfect except God. We are all perfect in Christ, yes. But in our behaviors, we are not. So God uses imperfect people, including shy people like me. 
But thank God, the shyness is, is not preventing me from doing what God tells me to do. I have to fight it and tell it no. No more shyness. For God did not give me a spirit of fear and timidity. I'm going to do what God told me to do. Shy or not shy. And the good thing is when you step out, he takes over. Like he just gives you enough grace to do what you're supposed to do. Enough boldness to do what he told you to do. When you're done, you're like, who did that? Who said that? So do not allow shyness to stop you. God can change things that need to be changed in your life. So that you can do what he is asking you to do. You only need to say yes to what he is asking you to do and step out in faith for that to start happening. Another reason, feeling unqualified. A lot of people feel unqualified to do what God called them to do. You're not alone. In Exodus 3:11, Moses said, but Moses asked God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? Who am I that I should do this or do that? Who am I? I don't feel qualified. God should use Mr. A or Miss B. They are more qualified. Who told you? You don't even know what God put in you. He who made you knows what he put in you. The Bible says that we are given gifts according to our abilities. There are a lot of abilities in you that you don't even know that you have. But God knows that because he put them there. So if God is calling you for something, there is a dream in your heart, there is something in your heart where you're like, ah, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. What you know is the right thing to do. Hey, ask God for the grace to step out and do it. There lies your fulfillment and your joy. And you will have a reward when you do that. A reward that will start from here on earth and ultimately in heaven. Jeremiah was another person that felt unqualified. God used him. God, you see how God used Moses? He was unqualified. He felt unqualified. In Jeremiah 1.6, Jeremiah said to God, Ah, Lord God, I said, I surely do not know how to speak, for I am only a child. Everybody is giving a reason why they are not going to do what God called them to do. Moses said that he was slow of speech. Now Jeremiah is only a child. Now what's yours? <laughs> what's your own reason and excuse? <laughs> God told him, do not look at them. Do not be afraid of them. Be bold and tell them whatever I tell you. Now who are you going to obey? <laughs> in Exodus 6.30 But in the Lord's presence, Moses replied, since I am unskilled in speech, why would Pharaoh listen to me? <laughs> he is unskilled in speech. And God had told him earlier, who made your tongue? I can change that. Just say yes. In Judges 
15. And he said to him, Please, Lord, how can I serve Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. Mm -hmm. Another excuse, feeling unqualified. This is Joshua. And you know what God did with Joshua? He gave Israel victory over the Midianites through Joshua. We just need to say yes to God. Yes, we all feel unqualified, of course. You can't compare yourself with God. But he knows what he's doing. He's gonna use somebody. Let that be you. Let that be you this year. Don't allow this year to go by, another year to go by without beginning what you were told to do. When I was told to do this, oh my goodness, I said, no, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want people to see me. I don't. And the Spirit of God was like, I want you to do this. I need you to share what you have learned with others. You have learned a lot. Now it's time to share. I was like, oh my goodness. And I know that I know that I know that God wanted me to do this. So if I don't, now I'm going to be in disobedience. And this is the God that I have to pray to every single day. How am I going to face him? You are in disobedience and you're asking for favors. I was like, oh my goodness. So I had to. I stepped out. If you watch my earlier videos, you're going to see that. But thank God. God is changing a lot of things in my life. And he's opening my eyes. And he's filling me with joy each time I obey. These are the rewards that you can reap from here. And for sure in heaven, you have a master reward waiting for you. Another reason is concern about what people may think or say about you. Maybe your mistakes, how you speak and all that. Well, people are going to criticize. They criticized Jesus the apostles you're not gonna be left out jesus said that a servant is not greater than his master if they persecuted me they will persecute you if they criticized me they will criticize you but that should not stop us are we gonna obey god or man that's actually a form of pride and self-consciousness being overly conscious about what people may think or say that's a form of pride you know being self-centered instead of god-centered and other-centered as long as god told us to do it he's gonna equip us to do it he knows we are not qualified he knows all our shortcomings even the ones we don't know about he knows them yet he chose us it is actually a form of fear and the Bible tells us in 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but a spirit of power, love and sound mind. So being concerned about what people are going to say is a form of fear. Reject it and resist it. In Exodus 4.1 Moses said, what if they do not believe me or listen to my voice? For they may say, the Lord has not appeared to you. 
So you are not alone in thinking that way. Moses was like that. Yeah, God used Moses mightily. Galatians 1.10 Paul says, For am I now seeking the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. So we should get over ourselves and do what God told us to do. We are not here to please any man. We are here to please God. Whatever that takes. You know, however you feel right now about doing those things that God told you to do, those things that he put in your heart, you can take it to the Lord in prayer and ask him for help. 1 Thessalonians 2, 4 But just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak not to please man, but to please God who tests our hearts. God put it in your heart. He knows your weaknesses. You don't have to think about what men are going to say. What about what God is going to say if you don't do it and you die? What is he going to tell you? Do you think he's going to say, well done, good and faithful servant, come and take your reward? No, you're going to lose that reward. And he's going to ask you why you did not do that. What are you going to tell him? John 12, 43. For they loved the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. We are so concerned about what people may think or say. And we like the glory that comes from men because we see them. We don't want to be different. Maybe when you start doing what God put in your heart, some of your friends are going to be like, what is she doing? What is he doing? And you are going to lose some of your friends because they may be like, oh, I don't want to associate with that. As long as it's from God, go ahead and do it. If they leave, it's their, it's their loss. God is going to get you somebody else. A true friend that will stand by you. When you stand before the Lord on that great day, he will ask you what you did with what he put in your heart to do. Are you going to tell him that it was because of concern about what people may say that you did not do it? You don't want to face God in that way. Because that's not, that's not going to be a fun thing. <laughs> These things are the things that come to my mind. I'll be like, you better get going, girl. You better get going. I don't want to stand before God and answer these kind of questions. <laughs> I, I want to do it the way I think I should do it. The much I know, the way he brings it to my mind. Yeah, maybe I, will not, I may not do it exactly, perfectly. He knows that. But at least I'm trying. I'm moving with his plans and purposes for my life. He will make up the, the shortcomings. He knows how to do that. So what are the, some of the solutions to these things that are holding us back from doing what God is telling us to do? Take it to the Lord in prayer. Ask Him to empower and strengthen you. Tell Him all the things that are holding you back. If you are shy, tell Him, Lord, you know what? I'm shy. But I'm asking you to help me with this shyness. I resist it. I reject it. I give it to you. 
I leave it in your hands. Empower me, strengthen me to do what you are calling me to do. If it's money that you need, ask him for money. If it requires money, ask him. God knows how to move millions in a twinkle of an eye. He knows how to do that. Then claim the word of God for yourself. Begin to tell yourself that God has not given you a spirit of fear if you are concerned about what people may think or say or any other kind of fear. Reject it and replace it with the word of God about fear that tells us that God is with us, He's for us. We are not given a spirit of fear. Rely on the Holy Spirit to guide you, to direct you, and to give you what to say and how to say and do them. I can begin to tell you how I will not know what topic He wants me to until I sit down at my computer and things will start coming. It's like somebody is dictating. I will just be typing. Just say yes and take a step and he will take it to another level. He will just take over. He wants you to be his hands and his feet. He is a spirit. He doesn't have a physical hand and physical feet. You are his hands and feet. Just listen and he will tell you what to do. But you have to be ready and willing before he begins to tell you. In Judges 6, 16, And the Lord said to him, But I will be with you, and you shall strike the Midianites as one man. God is going to be with you. If it was his idea, be sure that he will be with you and guide you through it and make sure that it goes through perfectly the way he wants it to. Do not be afraid. He is with you and he will help you just like he helped Joshua. He helped Joshua and gave them victory over the Midianites. If God put that desire in your heart, he will equip you to carry it out immediately you say yes. Resist and rebuke laziness. It is from the enemy. Laziness is from the enemy, and the enemy is not your friend. Whenever you begin to feel fear, laziness, know that you are under an attack by your enemy, the enemy of your soul, Satan. Resist him, rebuke that laziness, and use the word of God, the sword of the spirit, to counteract it. Then you can tell God, Father, I receive your mercy and grace to do this thing that you have put in my heart to do. Whatever it is that you are having laziness to do, receive God's mercy and grace to do them and it will be easier for you. That's what I do every time. He attacks everybody, not just you, my friend. Proverbs 29:25 says, The fear of man lays a snare. But whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. So if fear of man is coming to you, use the word of God against it. Remember that the enemy uses that as a snare to prevent you from doing what God wants you to do. Because he doesn't want you to reach where God wants you to reach. 
Because as you do those things that God put in your heart to do, He transforms you in the process. He changes you and you become who He wants you to be. If not, you're not going to be fulfilled in life. You'll keep chasing things that don't fulfill. The fear of man is a snare, a snare from the enemy, a trap to trip you. Colossians 3.23 Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for man. Whatever God has put in your heart, whatever dream He has put in your heart to fulfill, do that as for the Lord, not for man. Because it is the Lord that will give us reward, not man. I have painted a picture of how we are going to stand before the Lord and answer for these things. You don't want to tell him it was because of fear of what people may think or say. And if you are hearing this today, he is going to bring this to you. The princess said this. I told her to talk about this, to get your attention, to remind you that I will be with you, that you just need to say yes and I will take over. I will make it happen through you. So you don't want the word of God to rise up and say, you heard me? This person spoke me to you. What did you do with that? These things are real. In your church, is there anything that God put in your heart to do in your church? Maybe to volunteer and serve in your church, in a ministry or something like that. And you're like, I, I don't have time. I don't have time for that. Oh, I just need to get back from work and, and rest. Well, if God put it in your heart, it's because He knows that you can do it. He will help you do it. I tell you, He will strengthen you even on those days that you come back from work and you feel so tired. He will strengthen you. And you will see yourself going to the church, doing what you need to do. And remember, when we do these things, we're doing it for the Lord, not for any human being. It's when you begin to think that you're doing it for people that it becomes hard. Because people are not perfect. They may offend you today or tomorrow or somewhere. You may see something they're doing and you're like, forget it. I'm not going to do this anymore. No, you are doing it for the Lord. He is the one that will reward you. So keep on moving. I want you to think about these things. Ask yourself, what is it that the Lord has put in my heart to do that I have not started doing? And ask the Lord for help to begin. And you will be happy that you did. Alright? You will be very happy and fulfilled. Alright? Until next time, remain blessed. Shalom.